Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Barbie's Adventures by Captain Happy Chapter 01 Barbie lived in a nice little house in a moderately large town where she worked as an assistant coach for the local private academy gym and also as a secretary part-time for a small firm. She was good-natured, friendly, flirty, and a bit slow at times, especially where men were concerned. It wasn't that she was exactly stupid, but she was often quite gullible and naive. This got her into a lot of small sexual escapades, often unexpected, and sometimes unwanted. Nevertheless, she enjoyed sex, but would have preferred to be the initiator more often and the duped recipient less frequently. Around some circles her sexual reputation was growing and there were a certain element that thought of her as easy, slutty, and of course a good mark for getting laid when circumstances permitted. Barbie was a sexy blonde with large breasts and a nice body. She was five foot five and looked great in her clothes, which were often short or form-fitting. She was off work on Sundays and Mondays which she liked because she could get shopping and errands run during the weekday when others were sometimes inconvenienced by store hours and their 9 to 5 grind. But today was Sunday, and it was a time to relax a bit and catch up on her morning TV shows while having a cup of coffee. She had just dressed in her little white tank top and blue denim mini skirt and sat down on the sofa to watch her TV when there was a light knock on the door. She sighed. It was pretty early. Who could be knocking so soon after sunrise? But before she could get up she heard the front door open. She had a habit of keeping it unlocked. Hello, Barb? It's John. Are you up, neighbor? She called back. I'm in the living room, John. What are you doing here so early? He locked the front door behind him and walked into the living room. She had her head turned to look at him from the sofa. He was behind her as he approached. I was up early and felt restless. Wanted to see what you were up to? You know you really shouldn't just walk into people's houses like that, John. I know. But you really should lock your door. It's not safe for a beautiful single woman to keep her doors unlocked. You never know who might pop in, Bob. I mean, what if I was a burglar? I know, John. I just forget to lock it sometimes. Besides, I got neighbors looking out for me. It's a safe neighborhood. He laughed as he stood behind the couch looking down at her cleavage. The tank top had spaghetti straps and she had no bra on. Her nipples left their telltale outline and he felt his pecker growing stiffer. Still what would you do if some bad man came in here looking to steal from you or do things to you? I'd firmly demand that he leaves before I call the police. John shook his head. And if that didn't stop him what then? How would you handle someone who wanted to force you to have sex with him? She paused. I'd warn him to back off. That I know karate. And do you? No, but it would probably scare him a little. Then hopefully he'd leave me alone. But what if he didn't? What if he kept coming at you? What then? It seems to me you need to think about that girl. I don't want you falling victim to a bad man. Thanks, John.
but I just forget to lock it sometimes. I don't know how I'm going to remember more. But I am touched at your concern. He smiled and nodded coming around the couch to sit next to her. I think that there's a way to help you remember better, Bob. I want to help out to make sure that you do remember to be safe. I'll always be watching out for you. But I may not see someone coming here. So locking up will help you a lot. How can you help me remember more, John? Well, I believe we need to role play a bit. Do you like acting, Barb? She lit up smiling. I love acting, John. That sounds like fun. How do we start? Well, I'm going to go back outside into my place. I will get into character by putting on a costume. Then I will come back and pretend to be a burglar. You will act like I am a stranger and you are scared of me. Then I will act like a bad man and try to instill some fear and memory of the moment into you, Barb. Okay? She clapped her hands excitedly. Oh, good. Should I wear a costume, too? You can, dear. Let's try this. Let's pretend it's earlier than it is now, and you have been sleeping in bed when the bad man comes in. You can put on some lacy panties and a negligee. In fact, you know what would be even sexier? What, John? If you wore some high heels, too. She frowned. But I never wear high heels to sleep in John. He smiled and nodded. I know, but it's a role-play game, and we are just doing make-believe. High heels make your legs look even sexier. So since I am the burglar I should probably be turned on when I come into the bedroom and see you. You understand, right? She nodded grinning back. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, John, let's go change. Should I wake up? Chapter 04 Barbie sobbed as Wilson fucked her in the small tower room of his large tree house. Strapped down over his sex bench and wearing her custom-made pink leather slave collar there was nothing she could do but to obey the dirty old neighbor who only hours before had lured her into his tree house, and then tricked her into compromising positions, sex, and eventually revealed to her his plans for her and her girlfriends. Now she was his sex slave and he had leverage over her and many of her friends because of a video he'd shot of her ill-fated pool party. Barbie's eight female friends had been there for what was supposed to be a girl's day and night out. But the party had been subject to the panty raid of twelve men from the neighborhood all wearing ski masks. Each woman had been captured and fucked in the backyard and in her house. And her new master had caught it all on tape. Wilson laughed, and as Barbie started to go through her third orgasm, her vaginal contractions at last pushed him over the edge. Wilson Smith pulled her hips tighter as he rammed her faster still, and then grunted as he shot his hot load deep up her pussy as he came. She felt him at last climaxing and it made her orgasm even stronger. Wilson continued to ram her pussy hard and fast, but having shot his load his cock was only hard for a few more minutes and at last Wilson shrank in spite of his desire to keep pounding his helpless slave. Barbie gasped and panted in exhaustion. That was incredible, master. He smiled as he started trying to catch his own breath. The sexy blonde had taken everything out of him and now sexually sated as he worked on calming his racing body. He smiled and nodded. Not too bad for an old man as slave. Very good master, for any man of any age. Wow, Mr. Smith. You have some stamina, sir. He unclipped the ankle restraints and unhooked her wrist restraints from the floor cable. But he left the double wrist manacles on her and walked her over to the trap door. He used the remote to lower a harness from above them in the roof of the dome. He clipped her wrists to a small ring in the steel cable and after securing her into the harness he opened the trap door and lowered her hydraulically with the winch to the bottom of the tower landing. Then he climbed down the ladder and unhooked her from the harness and the ring. He looked a small leash onto her collar 
and walked her back down the hallway and back to the living room. Here he sat her down in the recliner chair this time and hooked the manacles above her head to the back of the chair rest. Then he smiled and using a different remote control he turned on the TV. He hit a few menu options and selected video. As you watch this I want you to think about what sort of damage this could do to these women and their reputations if their bosses and the community found out about this. Or if folks knew the kind of wild stuff that happens at your place Barbie. Now enjoy the video. I'll be back in a moment dear. Barbie looked on in amazement. She had expected that Wilson had a video camera in the tree shooting down to give a clear top view of the pool party and backyard, but she hadn't expected the old man to have set up cameras in various locations along the fence line. Small cameras with remote control power boxes were apparently set up along the tall wood fence that divided their backyards. It was becoming clear now that Wilson had spent a lot of time and effort to spy on her. Worse yet, he'd apparently been in her house too. The hidden cameras were not just limited to outdoors. As the panty raid happened and her startled girlfriends had screamed in surprise when the first masked men appeared from either side of her house coming around back to the pool and patio area, the women panicked and ran. A few stood dumbfounded. But the other seven, Barbie included, had tried to run away to safety and escape. Barbie watched as the edited film showed the action from above and then closer views from localized areas. There were all of her girlfriends captured before her eyes. Jessica, Angela, and Bethany that Wilson had selected to be slaves. As well as Tiffany, Amber, Kylie, Sarah, and Kimberly. Kylie had tried to vault the fence when a man grabbed her kicking legs and pulled her back and over his shoulder. Tiffany and Jessica had tried to duck into the house, as had she. But inside four men were waiting and one by one each woman was grabbed and subdued. All of the women had their wrists either bound before them or bound behind their backs. All of them in the backyard were made to give head, and then bald gag to keep from attracting attention to the massive orgy that was taking place. But even bound and gagged, their sexual grunts, moans, and groans sounded quite clear on Wilson's high-resolution video and audio. Barbie was shocked at how clear and easy to see everything was. The hidden room cameras inside her house recorded her getting double-penetrated and Tiffany and Jessica getting fucked hard too. The indoor fucking had required no bald gag so the three women could be heard crying out, and screaming as they climaxed and panted and sobbed and gasped. It was a wild sexual party. As she watched the video Wilson left through the door in the middle of the wall, and after a short time he returned with some popcorn and iced tea. He unhooked her right hand and pulled the coffee table closer so she could reach the popcorn and the glass mug of iced tea. Then her opened a small chest under the coffee table and pulled out a vibrator that was shaped like a big purple dick. The end of the top and bottom of the phallus had straps that connected to a small pink leather belt. Wilson stood in front of her and grabbed her knees pulling her legs and hips forward. Spread your legs wide and keep them there till I say to do otherwise Barbie. She nodded and obeyed spreading her legs wide apart in the air and staring at the purple phallus. Yes master. He oiled the thing and then oiled her pussy a bit. Then slid the vibrator up inside of her and strapped the top up to the leather belt. The bottom went down between her ass cheeks and up her but cracked like a thong to connect to the back of the belt. He clicked the lock closed and then nodded. Return to a seated position, Barbie. As you were, girl. Yes, master. She said as she shifted positions feeling the large cock in her pussy. Wilson smiled and pointed to the movie. Eat popcorn, enjoy the video and the iced tea girl. She nodded. Okay, master. I will. On the video she watched as Amber, Kylie, Sarah, and Kimberly were all getting double penetrated in the backyard. Each woman had two men in her ass and pussy or making them suck one man's dick while the other nailed her. 
Then as she watched the camera switch to the indoor action Wilson suddenly turned on the vibrator. The purple phallus began to pulsate and throb. It buzzed too causing her vagina to suddenly contract. She gasped in astonishment and looked down between her legs panting suddenly as the artificial cock vibrated and pulsed in and out almost like a real dick fucking her. Watch the video Barbie. Wilson demanded and she nodded trying to catch her breath. A why yes master. In the video she was on her back with her wrists bound behind her. She was laying on top of one of the masked men who had his dick in her ass and one hand around her throat. His other hand rubbed her clit furiously as he ass fucked her. The second man was behind them both with his dick deep inside her pussy. He was pinching her nipples and laughing as he fucked her like a madman. Wilson scooted closer to her and reached behind her to unhook a small clip that held what had initially seemed to be a single strap in the back. But once the clip was released Wilson was able to adjust the back strap into two smaller straps that were pulled out to the side of her but cheeks thought he grabbed her free wrist and hooked it back to the manacle above her head with her other hand. Then Barbie gasped as he turned up the intensity of the phallus and she felt the artificial cock starting to ram back and forth like a dick fucking her pussy. It felt strange and yet amazing. She couldn't believe it. Oh, God, master. That feels so good. She moaned softly. But Wilson hit a second button and now the small rubber knob on the front strap began to buzz and vibrate on her clitoris causing her to gasp and jump in shock. The purple rubber cock fucked her harder thrusting back and forth on its own small euro. She'd never felt a pulsing vibrator like this one. It actually fucked. Not just buzzing and tingling, Barbie jumped and groaned. Unkai. Oh God. He reached behind the sofa and opened a compartment to the right and pulled a shackle forward for her left ankle. Then he retracted it causing the cable to pull her left leg up and back. He repeated this with her right leg on the left side of the sofa. A as she watched the masked men in the video fucking her on her bed, Wilson scooted in behind her and lifted her up until she was sitting lean back on his chest with her legs sticking straight out and back to either side. He oiled her ass and his cock and she gasped as she glanced down and felt him pushing his dick up into her anus. Now he turned the mechanical purple cock to full and then began ass-fucking her. Barbie felt the two shafts of flesh and rubber ramming in and out of her asshole and her pussy, and she cried out as on the screen the memories of that wild party caused her to orgasm wildly. She was crying and panting and couldn't stop herself as she came over and over again on top of Wilson and his crazy invention. But he watched the video too and for him it felt almost as if he were participating in the panty raid. His cock throbbed and he shot his load up her ass and then stopped humping her and turned down the phallus. Finally he stopped it and removed it and all of her restraints. You have some free time Barbie. Stay in the room and relax. But I want you to watch the entire video. In fact after you've stretched if you need to why don't you sit here next to me and watch the rest? She nodded and smiled, relieved for the break. Yes master. I'll join you in a moment. He nodded. Master? Wilson looked at her questioningly. Yes, Barbie? Is there a bathroom up here and if so may I use it? He smiled. Of course there is. And yes you may. He pointed to the back wall near the study through which she'd come up into the tree house. Right there. When you're done come back and I'll unpause the video. Yes, master. She went to the restroom and was surprised to find a very nice bathroom with a shower stall and sink right there. It was a small room with a stained glass oval window of some purple iris flowers. There were bars covering the inside of the window. She used the bathroom and cleaned herself up before rejoining him on the sofa. He patted his lap. Sit Barbie. Yes, master. 
She sat on his lap and he absently fondled and played with her left breast as she watched the video. I want to invite your friends up here. I think they'd be fun to party with. I want you to help me in getting my new slaves to come here. Okay? She knew she had no choice. Of course, master. He reached into his pants pocket and pulled out a small velvet bag. He opened it and held the contents up for her to see. You are my sexiest and best slave Barbie. So of the slave girls you will always be. He displayed the item. It was a golden metal tag that said, Number one girl. On it, she gasped in surprise. Slave number one Barbie. She was genuinely touched. That's so sweet, Mr. Smith. I mean, master. He kissed her leaning her back and fingering her pussy a little. Then made her stay lean back over the arm of the sofa as he attached a gold tag to her collar. He pulled her back upright. Then he produced a cell phone and handed it to her. Call Angela. Tell her where you are and that if she wants to see the treehouse and party up here with us she should come over to your backyard and we'll get her up into the treehouse to join the fun. Oh, and tell her that I have a special surprise for her. That she's not going to believe it, but she has to come quickly. Barbie nodded and made the call and Angela was excited and took the bait. As she handed the cell phone back to Wilson she had mixed feelings. She knew that it couldn't be helped. But still, he was going to play with her and enslave her and it felt strange to be helping a man to capture her girlfriend. Wilson got up and took her to her room. I want you to take a nap for a while. Get plenty of rest. I have fun plans in store for you. But first you need your rest, girl. I'll keep Angela busy. When she's ready I'll bring her to you to allow you to catch up and say whatever you two wish to speak about with each other. Now rest. She hung her head down and sighed. Yes, master. He locked the door behind her and watched her through the curtains as she headed to the large plush bed and laid down to rest. I in many ways Angela was one of Wilson's fantasies come true. While she was not as busty as Barbie was, and her hair was more of a light honey blondish brown, she had blue eyes, great legs and ass, and best of all she had a thing for the Catholic schoolgirl. Look, Angela wore plaid miniskirts and short skirts all the time, often with either a white blouse or a sweater top in white, pink, or red. She liked white nylon hose with black heels that had a little bow in front. And her hair was often pulled back in a ponytail, or in a large red hair clip or barrette. Seeing Angela coming through the backyard looking up at the treehouse he smiled and opened the door hatch. He leaned out the window and waved to her. Hi there. You must be Barbie's friend Angela. She was really excited to have you come see the place. I'm glad you could make it too. She had to use the restroom. Would you like to come up Angela? I'm Wilson Smith, by the way. She waved to him, smiling. Like Barbie and the rest of her friends, Angela was curious about the treehouse. She'd always wondered what it was like and what the old man was like, though she'd never seen him before. Hello, Mr. Smith. I'm Angela Cunningham. It's nice to finally meet you, and I'd love to come up and see your spread, sir. He smiled and thought to himself, I'm going to enjoy seeing your spread, too. But he smiled and shook his head. Tell you what, honey. I won't call you Miss Cunningham if you'll just call me Wilson, okay? Mr. Smith sounds so formal, don't you think? She nodded. Okay, sweetie. That works for me. Good girl. I'm sending down the lift now. As he had done with Barbie, he now manipulated Angela into placing her wrists through the safety restraints and gripping the handle. Then secured her wrists and pulled her up in the same way. He pretended once again that the lift door was stuck and offered to help by lifting her over the rail using the safety harness and she agreed cheerfully. Angela seemed more casual and less suspicious than Barbie had been. 
eased her feet onto the stool and looked up her skirt at her ass and panties. She glanced at him, giggling. Wilson? Are you going to help me down, or just stand there looking at me all day? He shrugged. What can I say, Angela? I know you must hear this a billion times a day, but you are so amazingly pretty and beautiful that I can't help but to stare at you a moment. You make my heart sing. You're so damn cute and sexy. She blushed. Wow. I wish I did hear that a billion times a day, or even three or four times a day. Thank you, honey. You're a sweet old man. Your legs are very firm I noticed when I was swinging you out over the rails. You must work out a lot, Angela. I take care of myself. A girl's gotta look her best, Wilson. Well, let me get you out of the harness first. It might take a few minutes. I'm not as young as I once was. You take all the time you need, baby. She encouraged him smiling that he reached up and slowly unbuckled and unharnessed her leg straps. As he did so he had a hand on her crotch up under her skirt and he rubbed her clit softly but innocently pretending he was working on the strap rather than stimulating her. She gasped a bit but said nothing. Then as he worked on the back strap still bracing her front with his hand he made sure to jiggle and rub her some more. She gasped again as she felt herself tingle a bit to his touch that he now faced her and gripped her lower legs in both arms then lowered her with the remote. Once she was almost to his shoulders, he said, I'm going to release the safety braces on your wrists. Just let go of the handle and I'll make sure you are comfortably helped down Angela. She nodded. Okay, sweetie. I'm ready whenever you are. He hit the release and took a step forward. As she released her grip and her wrists slipped out, she thought he was guiding her to the ground. But because he'd stepped forward, she fell over his shoulders and giggled, kicking her lower legs casually and playfully. Oh my goodness! Look what you've got over your shoulder, honey! She laughed out he walked her into the living room and spoke again. I'm going to set you down on the sofa, girl. She giggled again and nodded. Okay, sugar. Go for it. He leaned forward and she fell back. He pretended to fall forward on top of her, and she laughed again. Hey, a sailor, is that a torpedo in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? She teased flirting with him dot he laughed as he looked into her eyes from over top of where she rested back. Only an idiot wouldn't be happy to land on top of a gorgeous woman like you, Angela. And I'm no fool. She hugged him. Oh, will you say the sweetest things, Mr. Smith? He smiled and she kissed him on the cheek. You are too sexy to just give me a peck on the cheek. I think we can do a bit better, girl, don't you? She giggled. Mr. Smith, are you a playa? She teased dot he shrugged. Maybe. Let's find out. And with that he kissed her fully on the lips. She was surprised as he slid his tongue deep inside of her mouth, and she groaned as she felt his fingers pulling aside her white satin panty crotch. Could this be what she thought it was? Wilson slid his dick right into her warm, moist pussy and her eyes widened in absolute surprise. She had been teasing. Never in a million years had she expected him to be making an actual sexual move on her. His kissing mouth muffled her grunt of shock and he began thrusting into her at a good pace before she could gather her thoughts. His hands now moved down to her elbows and on either side simultaneously he pulled out and looped the security straps and then hit the retraction at once. As he pulled his lips away from hers she suddenly realized that in just five seconds time he had kissed her, pulled aside her panties, started fucking her, trapped and tied down her arms and now rose to grab the backs of her knees and push them forward. Ow shit! Ow! 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 Ow fuck! She gasped. He strapped her knees back and smiled. Guess I'm a ply dear. What a tight little pussy you have, Angela. Ow. Oh, ung. Oh, shit. 
Why you are a dirty old bastard Wilson Smith? She cried as he fucked her pussy. He reached down and rubbed her clit. That drove her wild and she thrashed and cried out. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. He chuckled. He reached up and unbuttoned her blouse and then opened her top and pulled up her bra. He mouthed and sucked her tits as she panted and gasped and trembled helplessly. Yeah, you dirty old bastard. Oh God, I can't believe this. Unning Kai. He chuckled as she squirmed and shook. He looked up to her face and then grabbed her hair by her ponytail and pulled her head back. He rammed his cock into her harder still and now produced a small vibrator, which he held to her clit and turned on. She cried out and he kissed her neck softly up to her ear. You are a beautiful woman, Angela. You really are dear. And sexy too. Now tell me, why didn't you think all your flirting and playful showboating would lead to this? You thought I was too old to try to fuck you. Is that it, little girl? She cried out as he kept her head pulled back. Oh my god. No. It's just, well you seemed, um, harmless Mr. Smith. That's all. Yunnanngggghhhhh. Damn it. Ow. Ow. Harmless? Meaning well behaved. Or impotent? I just never expected th this from a SDSD stranger I j just met. Unguy. Oh the fuck. Oh fuck. Oh god. Oh god. Oh no. He sped up and she thrashed as her body reacted stronger to his manipulations. Story of my life Angela. And a blessing. Women your age think men my age are either safe or easily manipulated. I guess you've learned otherwise that girl? She gasped and nodded. Yes. I'll how pee please sir? Let me go. I've learned and ended unth my lessison. I'll be ma more respectful from now on. I pee promises. Ung hi. Oh fuck. He chuckled and released her hair. So you've learned your lesson? She nodded and gasped. Yes sir. I pee promise. I have. Who taught you this lesson in respect? You did. Ugh. She grunted. How'd I do it? Bibi why 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 catching me and tying me up sir? By making me fuck you sir. But you see you're not fucking me. I'm fucking you, Angela. You're quite helpless, aren't you? Yes, sir. She panted as he sped up a bit. So the lesson you've learned is that a man my age can catch you, subdue you, and fuck you? Unghai. Why, why, yes, She hissed through clenched teeth as her legs shook and her heart raced. That makes me the master over you and your pretty little body, wouldn't you say, Angela, my sweet little friend? Nodding wildly, she groaned. Oh, God, yes. Why you read the M master, sir? She started to climax and screamed out as she came wildly thrashing and twisting as the fucking continued. He laughed and she was helpless to stop him or escape it. He fucked her into further climaxes until at last he removed the vibrator and slowed his thrust down to a very slow pace. Still she twitched and spasmed with each inward stroke of his cock. Well it seems to me that if I'm your master then there's only one thing you can be in relation to me, Angela. What do you suppose that could be? Her eyes widened. Mr. Smith? Please, sir, we've only just met and I know I was a bit flirty, but this has gotten way out of hand and... He shushed her. Answer the question, Angela. If I'm your master, you're my what? She shook her head no as her eyes teared. She tugged and pulled at the restraints but could not move any more than before. Her lips trembled as she said it. Like Barbie, she had a few guys who had made her their sex slave. Now the old man was making her submit, and in fact he did have her subdued pretty good. 
She sniffled and looked at him and answered, Your slave. He nodded. I have a gift for you, Angela. Would you like to see it? She nodded but was apprehensive. Yes, sir. He pulled a small wooden box from under the coffee table and reached down to release her arms. But her legs were still trapped. He handed her the box. The lid on top slides back. She opened the box and reached inside to pull out a beautifully inlaid and stained leather collar. It was dyed in red and border in red crystals. It had multiple silver. D. Ring sewn in and on one side it said in gold embossed letters. Angela D. Cunningham. While on the other side in bold black raised letters it said. Property of Wilson Smith. Put it on. He demanded and she sobbed as she looked up at him with pleading eyes. P please Mr. Smith? Please? Why you see can't do, I said, put it on. His voice was strong and firm and Angela nodded and secured the collar around her neck. Wilson smiled and adjusted it. Then placed a small padlock in place on the collar. From now on you will address me as master. You got that, Angela? She wiped the tears from her eyes and nodded. Yes, master. She knew the game, even if the old man was an unexpected new male force in her life. You look very pretty in that collar. I made it custom just for you. Th thank you, M Master. She sobbed trying to clear her throat. It was a beautiful necklace she thought quietly. He unhooked her legs and clipped a small leash to the collar then sat down in the lounge chair and studied her for a moment. Stand up and do a magic trick for me, Angela. The one that so many men greatly admire. Remove your brow while keeping your blouse on. Yes, Master. She nodded and did as he asked unhooking the bra and pulling the strap in and over one arm and then out the opposite sleeve of her blouse. He smiled and clapped. Nicely done, girl. Thank you, master. Now come and sit down here in this chair facing me. She hung her head and sighed as she obeyed his demand. Yes, master. As she stood before him he nodded and spoke again. Straddle my lap facing me and guide the head of my cock into your pussy. She nodded. Yes, master. As Angela mounted herself on his dick and began to grind her hips down he smiled. Hands behind your back girl. She nodded and obeyed but continued to try to grind down on him as she worked on his cock. He tied her wrists together and then smiled and turned on the video and TV screen. Angela gasped in wide-eyed shock as she heard her own voice crying out in pleasure. On the video she saw a masked man lying on the bed in Barbie's guest bedroom. He had her wrists bound behind her back, her red bikini bottom pulled to one side and her bikini top slid aside on the lower string so that the red cup triangles were to either side of her exposed breasts. I end the video the man was laughing and had her pulled forward. He was ramming his cock into her pussy at a wild pace. His left hand held her torso flush with his own in the small of her back. His right hand kept slapping her butt cheeks as he called out to her. That's it. Ride my prick you little whore. And as she watched and trembled at the memory of what a wild fucking the men had given her that day, Wilson pulled her body forward and opened her blouse up. He sucked her breasts and then held her down in the small of her back with his left hand. He started pumping up into her at a strong pace and Angela suddenly got very aroused and unexpectedly began to shake as an orgasm quickly grew in her vagina. Her heart raced and her tear-filled eyes were riveted to the TV. She never actually watched herself get fucked and now she was seeing a group of guys fucking her and Barbie and other women from the party too. It was strange watching them all being forced to submit to their captors. Strange hearing all the sounds of men laughing and dominating them, and women moaning, grunting through gagged lips in some cases, panting, whimpering, crying, groaning, and gasping and screaming as they came or got fucked, 
Wilson had her climaxing and continued to ride her hard for a few minutes before changing positions. Soon she was on her knees over the cushion of the chair and leaning out to one side over the armrest with her torso as Wilson stood behind her with her skirt flipped up over. Her hips and his hands firmly gripping her pelvis. He rammed her harder and faster still and she cried out as she came again. Ah, fuck. Th that ff feels s so gg good mm master. As her orgasming pussy contracted and tightened on his cock a third time he nodded and pulled out of her. She gasped and panted dot he untied her wrists and stood her up. Take off your top and your skirt Angela. Yes master. She obeyed and soon stood there in her white lace garters and her white stockings with black heels dot he handed her a dildo and some oil. Sit on the sofa and lean back. Then spread your legs wide apart and lube that dildo. Then close your eyes and keep them closed. Then start fucking yourself until you come. But you are not allowed to stop unless I tell you to. Otherwise you get punished, girl. Do you understand me? She nodded and sat down as he inflated the lower backrest to the middle sofa cushion. Yes, master, I understand. She closed her eyes and spread her legs wide. Then began sliding the old dildo in and out of her pussy while Wilson smiled and watched her. He lubed his cock and then his index finger. She gasped but kept her eyes closed as he slid his finger up her asshole. Oh my god! He smiled and worked her ass until a second oiled finger was inserted. She groaned and now he moved his cock into place and slowly shoved it up her tight sphincter as she cried out in shock and mild discomfort. Unghai. Fuck. He sped up as she continued to work the large dildo using both hands on the thick long shaft. Wilson brought out a small vibrator and touched it on a low setting to her clit making Angela gasp and her eyes momentarily shot wide open to his amusement. Oh God. She cried out in stunned ecstasy before closing her eyes again and moaning. He laughed. Who is your master girl? You are a master. She cried as she trembled and shook dot a as he fucked her ass and she listened to herself getting fucked on the video. She shook wildly and climaxed hard. He smiled as she let go of the dildo and thrashed panting hard. In a single quick move he pulled the dildo out of her pussy and then went from her ass to vagina. He fucked her fast and hard and Angela continued to thrash and cry and scream as she came. Minutes later he stopped in a sweat. He smiled and nodded. Angela was a twitching, trembling mess of worn-out post-sex femininity. She looked incredible, other than the fact that she was obviously very tired from the hard session. He hooked a leash to the collar and stood up. Get up! She groaned and leaned forward and then slowly got to her feet. Yes, master. Pick up your skirt, top, and bra and panties and then head for the left door. Why, yes, sir. Um, master. Yes, sorry, master. He nodded and pointed to the door as she bent over and picked up her strewn clothes. Then they headed for the door. Inside a small hallway she saw in four doors and at the end some sort of chamber with a ladder. He pointed to the second door. Have a look at that door. She nodded and glanced as she passed the first door. It had a name plate in silver that said, Barbie Samantha Daniels Room. She stared in wonder at it as they made their way to the next door, which had red curtains in the window. She glanced at the silver nameplate engraved on the door. It said, Angela Denise Cunningham's Room, on the engraved plate. He smiled and nodded. Go ahead. Open the door and head inside. Yes, M. Master. She gasped in curious wonder. Opening the door her room was decorated in red minimalist fashion. Very modern and sleek. The back wall had a window with red curtains and to either side of the window were closets and dressers. 
There was a makeup desk along the back wall and a few chairs by a small mahogany desk. The bed was right in the middle of the room and had a massive mahogany head and footboard intricately carved. The covers and pillows were red and so too was the carpeting on the floor. The walls were white and the ceiling was stained teak hardwood. There was a mirror over the bed on the ceiling and a clock on one wall opposite the desk and chairs. To either side of the bed were two small mahogany end tables with lamps on them, and she found a platter of fruit on one while the other had a tray with a sweating pitcher of iced tea and a few glasses. She loved the room and decor and turned in questioning amazement to Wilson. H. How did you know I like this style and these colors, master? Same way that I know your middle name and what your taste in food and clothes is. Speaking of which, put your clothes away over there. In the closet is a French-made costume. The red one. Put it on. You will find red matching heels in the closet. Change into the outfit. You have five minutes to do so. I'll be back then. Once you are changed, have a seat on the bed. Have some iced tea if you're thirsty and some fruit. Relax. I'll be back soon. He left and Angela went to the closet and stared in shock at the amazing wardrobe. Wilson Smith knew her taste frighteningly well. She wanted to look through every article of clothes and shoes. But she knew she had to find and get into the costume. She pulled it out and spotted the red heels. She went to the bed and changed and then sat down still staring around the room in disbelief. The room was amazing. She wondered what was coming next. Wilson returned after a short time and spoke. You have a visitor. A visitor master? Barbie walked into the room and smiled a sad grin as she entered. She was dressed in a purple French-made outfit with matching purple heels. The outfits were identical except for color. White lace trim and aprons bordered each costume. Barbie walked over and stood near Angela resisting the urge to hug her. She held her gaze down to the floor. Now Wilson produced a small silver tag and clipped it to Angela's collar. It said girl number two. On it. Barbie who is your master? You are master sir. He nodded. Angela? Stand beside her and keep your eyes to the floor. Who is your master? She stood and did as he demanded. Why you are sir. Master I mean. He nodded. Good girls. He unzipped his fly. Kneel ladies. They obeyed. Suck my cock. Both of you. Yes master. Came the reply in chorus. They began to pull out and lick and suck his cock and balls as he smiled and kept one hand behind either woman's head. As he got harder and stiffer he smiled. Get up and go to the bed. Side by side lean over the mattress and pull down your panties ladies. They obeyed and he approached them as they lay side by side over the tall bed mattress. He ate Barbie's pussy first and then Angela's. Then pulled out a dildo and as he started fucking Barbie with his cock he reached across and using his left hand he rammed the dildo in and out of Angela's pussy. Both women groaned and gasped as the fucking began. Soon enough both of them found Wilson fucking each of them with his cock in turn though he kept glancing at the clock on the wall. Barbie and Angela noted this and while they were each tied by their wrists to the intricate headboard carvings they soon discovered what Wilson was waiting for. He had gagged them each with a purple and red ball gag respective to their costumes. Point two older men walked into the room door and smiled as they saw Wilson and the sexy French maids on their backs with their arms pulled up to the headboard and ball gags in their mouths. The women looked up at them with wide-eyed shock and Wilson nodded. These are my girls, fellas. This one in purple is Barbie, and her sexy friend is Angela. They've had a good breaking in, but could use more manpower to really make sure that their heads are in the game. So gentlemen have fun. But remember, I'll be busy for the next hour or so. So stay back here if you don't mind. 
The men nodded and smiled as they stared hungrily at Barbie and Angela. Wilson turned to them both and spoke. That's Larry and Tom. They'll be with you both for a while. Behave and you know to treat them as if they were me. I'll be back later to check on you too. The girls grunted and nodded teary-eyed as Wilson chuckled and walked out. Tom and Larry were undressing and smiling as they approached the helpless French maids and Barbie and Angela knew it was going to be a long hour before Wilson returned. Meanwhile out in the living room Wilson used Barbie's phone to place a call. A woman's voice answered. Hey Barb, what's up girlfriend? He smiled and replied. Hello Miss Stanton. This is Barb's neighbor Wilson Smith. She asked me to give you a call and said to use her phone since you might be otherwise working. Are you busy or do you have a moment? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Barb. Um, no, sir. I'm not busy at the moment. It must have been my melodic voice over the phone. Jessica laughed. What can I do for you, Mr. Smith? Well, it's more what I can do for you. Barbie said you'd always wanted to see my treehouse, and I understand that you're a realtor. So maybe you can give me your opinion on some things. Would you care to see the treehouse? Now? Yes, ma'am. Oh, and even though she and your friend Angela are busy enjoying the view and a special inside tour, she said when I called that I was to tell you, and I'm quoting her now, bitch get your ass over here. You gotta see this place. It's so awesome. Jessica laughed again. Typical Barbie. Let her know I'm coming. What's your address, sir? Tell you what, it's easier if you come up from the lift. Meet us in a few minutes in Barbie's backyard. Just call up to the treehouse and I'll send down the lift. She gasped. You have a lift? That goes to Barbie's backyard? Dare I ask? He laughed. Long story. We can talk more when you get here. It was very nice speaking with you, young lady. We'll see you in a short while. Jessica was wearing a satin silver cream blouse, a black suede miniskirt with a matching belt, and a pair of black stiletto heels. She had left her business jacket in the car. She had on a colorful silk scarf and in a very short time she was strapped in and had her wrists secured above her head as Wilson had done to both Barbie and Angela. But unlike Barbie and Angela Wilson made the lift gate open into the room this time. But after unhooking and removing the harness he left her wrists secured in the safety brace pretending it had a small malfunction. Now he brought in a small wheeled table and told her he was going to fix the box but it first had to wind up the cable a bit to unsecure the safety lock. Jessica didn't understand exactly what the mechanical issues were, but Wilson seemed a nice man and she wanted to be patient learning he'd built and designed everything himself. Go ahead, Mr. Smith. Do what you need to to fix it and get me down, sir. He smiled and nodded. I will. Now hang on. It's going to lift you up a bit first to unlatch the spring. She nodded and Wilson used the remote to lift her up into the air a bit, then rolled the table under her. You can stand on this table but I need you to keep some weight and tension on the cable while I get on my step ladder and work on the control mechanism, okay? So do me a favor and when you place your feet on the rolling table I will lock the wheels into place. But keep your legs a bit apart and lean some weight forward onto the cable, okay? He locked the wheels and brought a small step ladder up to the table behind her. Yes, sir, Mr. Smith. Is shoulder width apart enough? About two feet wider and then lean forward a little. She did as he asked and Wilson stared up at her pink panties with white vertical stripes. She glanced around the room. This is a very tastefully done area, Mr. Smith. As he mounted the ladder he smiled. Call me Wilson. Mr. Smith is so formal, Ms. Stanton. Only if you call me Jessica Honey. Okay, Jessica Honey. I'll do that. She giggled. You have a good sense of humor. I like that in a man. He nodded.
and grabbed her butt as he climbed up. Well, I won't tell you what I like in a woman, but I bet you can guess the body part. She gasped and laughed at his dirty joke. Why, Wilson, you're a dirty old pervert. I love that one. He was now up on the table behind her and winked at her as she looked back at him giggling and winked out he had his hands on her hips and a few tools in his jeans side pocket. The fact that he was using her hips to steady himself put his crotch right behind her ass. It was quite suggestive. I bet you do. Question a dirty old man would have to ask is where specifically do you like that one, Jessica? She laughed harder and wiggled and rubbed and ground her ass and hips against his crotch playfully. Anything else you want to know, soldier? He chuckled. Well, I was going to ask you if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? But you already answered that one. He rubbed his crotch up and down along the middle of her butt and laughed. That's not a missile in my pocket, girl. I really am happy to see you. Well, this is certainly the weirdest encounter I've ever had, but you're a riot, Wilson. I guess in the future you'll want to see more of me? He nodded and grinned. If by the future you mean now, then of course, Jessica. But rubbing and grinding on each other with our clothes on won't do either of us any good. Don't you agree? She chuckled and wiggled her butt again playfully for a moment. Then replied, Sorry, sometimes the dirty little tease in me comes out. And yes, I agree. It gets us nowhere fast. You're right. I'll try to behave like a lady while you work on taking care of my situation, sir. Wilson laughed and unzipped the side zipper on her skirt hem. Then lifted up the suede skirt hem and to her utter surprise he pulled down her panties a third of the way down her upper thighs. He had his cock out and aimed in a remarkably quick few seconds, and with only a single deep thrust as he gripped her hips again firmly he rammed it into her moist pussy. Jessica's eyes opened wide feeling his warm hard cock up her pussy and Wilson began to fuck her like a madman. His pace was incredible and in just seconds he'd reached around front to rub her exposed clitoris. Jessica gasped and groaned as she felt his cock growing harder and stiffer with each stroke. The old man was not badly hung. He was stronger and faster than she would have ever given a man his age credit for. But now he was fucking her and the unexpected sex both shocked and intensely turned her on. She felt her legs tremble and her heart raced. Oh fuck Mr. Smith. He chuckled and she cried out again. I was only pee-playing, um. I mean, what or why you de-doing Emma, Mr. S. Smith? Doing what you asked, baby. You said you liked my suggestion and humor about sticking my cock in a woman. So then I asked you where specifically you like it, and you showed me where Jessica. Then I suggested that my hard-on was an indication that I was happy to see you, and then you suggested that in the future I would probably want to see more of you. So then I explained that dry humping and grinding gets us nowhere fast. You agreed that we shouldn't be humping and grinding with our clothes on. So I did as you suggested. I pulled down your panties and freed my dick. Now there's no clothes in the way, and you get what you like in the way you like it, Jessica. So there you go, girl. Jessica moaned and shook as the old man's hard cock fucked deep into her vagina. She tried to concentrate. What he'd said made sense in a strange way. But she had been playing. Now playtime was over. She was standing on a table with her arms and wrists trapped in a cable device, legs spread wide and leaning forward while Wilson held her hips and rammed her body good. His hard wet cock stretched her lips and made her tremble and quiver with growing pleasure. A high W was only tea-teasing, sir. Jay just pee-pee playing with you, Wilson. She cried nervously. She closed her eyes. His cock felt amazing though she wasn't about to let him know. Well, Jessica, now you're going to keep on playing with me. Once I get started I don't stop for a very long time girl. So hang on Han, 
I'm gonna fuck the shit out of ye, a sexy little fox. She moaned and panted as he fucked her. He slowed the pace a bit but then reached forward and cupped her breasts through her braless satin blouse. It felt incredible and her pussy convulsed on the edge of climax. He unbuttoned her blouse and reached in to pinch and play with her sensitive nipples and she gasped in pleasure. Jessica loved it when men played with her nipples and breasts during sex. How the hell did he know? She figured it was just a fabulous good guess on his part. She trembled and shook as she came the first time. He stopped and allowed her to come down from her pleasure. But he kept his rock-hard dick buried deep up her cunt, and he kept a slow rhythm going as she gradually relaxed and gasped. That was quite good, sir, actually. He nodded and reached into his side pocket that was free of tools. He pulled something out and spoke again. You have a sweet and tight pussy, Jessica. I like fucking you, girl. We're gonna keep going, but first I have a gift for you. A little welcome to this new environment present that I custom made just for you, sweetie. Wanna see it? She lit up. She loved gifts. It was sweet of him, and in spite of his manipulation and the sudden unexpected wild fucking she was delighted and excited at the prospect that he had custom made her a gift. She wondered what it could be. Since the lift has your hands trapped I'll have to hold it out in front of you and show you okay. She nodded and grinned happily. Oh yes please. This is so sweet of you Mr. Smith. You didn't have to do this for me sir. He chuckled and untied her silk scarf then removed it. Actually yes I did. Tell me, what do you think darling? He held his hands in front of her and she stared in wonder and then amazement followed by sudden recognition. In his hands was a white leather collar with silver and clear crystals woven along the border. There were silver metal, D, rings woven into pockets in the leather, and a relief carving and embossing of letters in silver with black borders that said on one side, Jessica Lynn Stanton, and on the other side in solid black bold letters, Property of Wilson Smith. She gasped and shook her head. Well, what do you think? Is it pretty dear? Why, yes, sir, but I am, um, you can't expect... I mean, we J just met and... He moved it to her neck and she tried to pull away. But he forced it onto her, and as he threaded the tab of the collar through the buckle she cried. P-please don't, Mr. Smith? P-please, sir? No. I was only... I was playing, sir. Please, no. Why you see can't do this, Mr. Smith? Please? Pretty please, Wilson? I'll let me go? He chuckled. I see you know what this is and what it means, Jessica. That's good. It'll save us a lot of time. He pulled out a small lock and she saw it and shook her head wildly with tearful eyes. No. Please, sir? He slapped her ass suddenly quite hard and she jumped and gasped in shock. It's dumb. Ouch. He spoke. Please, master. Sir was when we were casual fuck buddies. But now you're mine. So remember it and act accordingly. I'm not a mean person but I won't take any shit from a slave girl, Jessica. She sobbed and cried as he moved the lock to position. P.L. please don't, master? P. please? I'll de-do whatever why you want, em, master? Don't lock it, master. Please? No. He closed the lock and she heard and felt it click. You bet your sweet ass and pussy you will, Jessica. You'll be obeying my wishes from now on, dear. He began to fuck her with longer, slower strokes and reached up to play with her breasts, making her gasp once again. It felt so damn good she thought to herself as he played with her body. His cock was so rock hard. It stretched her pussy lips and she could feel each powerful inch of his dick as it drove into her. She moaned softly. You like it when a man plays with your titties while he's fucking you don't you Jessica? She nodded and gasped. 
Yes. He slapped her ass hard and she cried out and yelped. I am sorry. I mean why yes master. He nodded and smiled. Much better girl. I have a lot of other things to share with you. So after I am done with you here, I'll show you the rest of the house and my surprises for you. She gasped as he sped up. Master? Yes? Th the sea cable safety? It's a not really stuck, is it? Only when I needed it to be. But now your pretty little ass is mine. And in a bit you're gonna see just how much I really know about you and some of your, um, extracurricular activities, Jessica. So enjoy the ride, babe. And he sped up again as Jessica cried out and shook wildly. She was his now, and she knew that he'd probably already captured Barbie and Angela. After a short time she was released and carried to the sofa and secured with her hands above her head while he played the video and explained to her what he expected of his slaves. He produced a small silver tag and clipped it to her collar. It said, Girl number three, on it and nothing more. As she watched the video with her hands secured above her head and her legs parted and secured, he fucked her hard and fast and she cried out as she saw men on the screen fucking her during the party. She was utterly amazed at the footage. It also turned her on, and she found herself more and more impressed with just how well Wilson had made sure he had control over her and the other women. This was her first time ever seeing herself getting fucked, and as she watched the men on screen dominate her she grew more excited. Her vaginal contractions gave the arousal away and Wilson smiled. You like it when men take charge of you and force you to do what they want, don't you, Jessica? She shook her head no as an automatic denial response but realized that it wasn't true. She did like getting controlled by men. There was something primal about losing her power to men who wanted her body all to themselves in a very carnal way that made her feel more feminine and desirable. Because when a man had her in his power and used her to enjoy sex in her body, it made her feel possessed. And a possessed woman was a valued person even if it was a more primitive force that drove guys to this sort of domination and conquest. Wilson smiled. Now how about the truth, Jessica? No more lies or bullshit or else I will punish you hard girl. She gasped and nodded. There was no point in denial anyway. He seemed to know the truth already. Yes, master. I love when a man takes possession of me and makes me his sir. He nodded and sped up and now took a small vibrator to her clit. She jumped and he chuckled as she panted hard. Well, you belong to me now, so you'll love things a lot from now on. And just curious, why'd you resist so much given your passion for being dominated and possessed girl? Was it my age? She groaned. N-O-O. Un-guy. No M-master. It was because you double you were a stranger. W we just met. I like to pick my partners before I submit. And men usually don't J just make me th their SS sex SS slave master. She gasped. You've never had a stranger enslave you, eh? Only once M-master. Really? Tell me about it. He slowed down and pulled back on the vibrator to allow her to speak more clearly without the massive throbbing and shaking of a building climax. I was working late. A man who was one of my co-worker's clients had seen me and wanted me. I hadn't paid any attention. I was working, you know. Anyway, he left his van in the parking lot but reparked it beside my car. When I left late he waited until I was fumbling with my keys and then the side door of the van opened suddenly and he grabbed me from behind and pulled me backwards into the van. He had some chloroform on a rag that he held over my mouth and nose. She closed her eyes and reflected a moment before opening them again. When I woke up I was in a strange place in a bedroom. My dress jacket, pencil skirt, blouse, and bra were hanging over a chair back a few feet away. 
I was in my garter belt, nylons, underwear, and heels. I had a collar around my neck and my arms were stretched and bound at the wrists above my head. My legs were bound at the ankles to each other. I had a ball gag in my mouth. I was in a panic and soon a large black guy came in and I remembered him from the office. He nodded intrigued. Go on? He looked at me quietly and then took off his clothes. I squirmed and struggled but that made him laugh. He had a very deep voice. Almost like James Earl Jones. He told me trying to escape was stupid. That I was a stupid little white bitch. That I was his slave and I was gonna be riding a lot of big black cock from now on. Then he got in the bed and lifted my legs to his chest and shoved his dick in my pussy and he fucked me. I got fucked like that and in other positions for a couple of hours. He unhooked my ankles and eventually my wrists, but had a small chain locked to the collar on one end and the headboard on the other. He made me call him sir or master and made me assume many positions. Then he had me suck his dick until he came down my throat. I thought it was over, but he brought in some friends after that. And after a weekend spent with Reggie and his crew I was brought back to my house. She looked at Wilson with a concentrated look on her face. He fucked me in my house and told me that he'd be giving me rides to work for the next month or so and that after I was dropped off to bring my car back home but after that he'd be my ride to and from for a month. Every day he'd come to my house early and fuck my brains out. Then he'd bring me to work and he'd pick me up in the afternoons. He'd take me home and he and his crew at times would fuck me and make me serve them and sometimes they had other girls there too. Always white women enslaved. They seemed to enjoy that. I was his slave for two years until he died in a car crash one day. Since then I changed locations. A couple of his friends still fuck me, but most moved on to other things and his two friends who fucked me still both share me as a sex slave. Wilson intensified the sex once again nodding. Interesting. Well I plan to keep you busy too Jessica. Very busy. She gasped as his cock powered into her. Why why yes M master. Twenty minutes later Jessica found herself examining the bedroom plaque and then the room he had made and decorated for her. She was awestruck. The bed was very large and made of black ebony wood with white sheets and a lace curtain canopy. The dressers and closet doors were black and so was the desk, chair, and end tables. There were a lot of special touches that were just her style and she marveled at both how much he knew about her and how well he had met her tastes. Put on the black and white French maid's costume and the black heels with small bows on the front. Then sit on the bed and wait for me to return. You have five minutes to get dressed. Keep your garter, nylons, and panties on. The costume will provide the rest. Now chop chop Jessica. She nodded. Yes, master. As she looked through the amazing wardrobe, she nodded and smiled. She was actually enjoying this. Strange, she thought to herself, but shrugged. Then she found the outfit and heels and started to get dressed. Point five minutes later, Wilson returned and inspected her, making her turn around once. He nodded. That works. You look very sexy and amazing, Jessica. Now follow me. Remember to keep your head down and eyes to the floor until you are addressed. We're going to reunite you with friends of yours and mine. Jessica thought he meant that the girls were also friends of his. So as they entered the second door, she was surprised to hear moaning and groaning as she looked at the room and saw four men fucking Barbie and Angela. Tom and Larry were each behind the two women. They had their wrists bound in front of them and were on their hands and knees at the edge of the bed, while the two older men held their hips and pumped the girls hard with their erections. Kneeling before them naked were two other men and each had his dick in the women's mouths as they got fucked. Wilson smiled and nodded. A quick introduction. 
Everyone, this is Jessica. She loves to have her tits fondled and played with while she's getting fucked fellas. Slave girls, the guys are Tom fucking Barbie, and Ben making her suck his cock. And Larry who's fucking Angela, while she's giving Dean a blow job. Dean and Ben pulled out of Barbie and Angela's mouths and approached Jessica with interest. Wilson shook their hands. Glad to see you two could make it. Enjoy the girls. I'll be back later on. I have some things to do still. Dean smiled and nodded and Ben leaned forward and kissed Jessica while groping her breasts. Then broke apart the kiss and winked. Let's have some fun, Dean. They brought her to the bed and Dean bound her wrists in front of her and made her kneel on hands and knees right beside Barbie. Ben went to a bag and fished out a video camera and gave the men a thumbs up. Fuck em good boys. The camera's rolling. Angela, Barbie, and Jessica cried out all at once as the three men began to power fuck all three of them. They were held firmly and each cock shook them as they moaned and cried out, incidentally turning each other on as the sex drove them nuts and their climaxes built up swiftly. In the other room Wilson used Jessica's phone to text Bethany. Hey girl, you'll never guess where I am? Hi Jess. Where are you? He chuckled. Barbie's neighbor's tree house. Barb and Angela are here too. You should see this place, it's amazing. And the old man is a hoot. He has a couple of surprises for you. We're having a blast. You should pop over, girl. There's a way up from Barbie's backyard. Ask Wilson to send down the safety harness, girl. It's a wild ride up and the place rocks. Shut up. Seriously? You are there? Yep. Get your ass over here, you crazy hoe. Hey, also Barbie thinks he likes to be teased a bit, so wear that little blue dress, girl. The turquoise one? We're having fun making him blush. You should play him a bit. He's a riot. Act like you wanna fuck him really bad, girl. We'll join you later. See you soon, okay? Okay. Be right there. He laughed and closed the text messages. That was easy enough to set up. Beth was the wild little redhead of the group. He was looking forward to boning the shit out of her. Like clockwork she was there quickly and he answered her hails and smiled. The girls tell me you'd like a lift up to see my big tree house, Bethany? I'd love it, Wilson. I've never seen what you have up there. All that tall stiff wood must be supporting something good, eh? He laughed at the suggestive comment. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit of paradise once you get enough wood up the way you want it. He played along. She giggled and stared at the harness and grip bar above her head. What do I do, sir? Just reach up and grab it? Is it safe? What if I fall? He chuckled. It's safe. Grab the handle and I'll show you. As she reached through the leather cuffs to grip the handlebar he hit the lock mechanism and the leather contracted around her wrists suddenly. She gasped in surprise. Oh my god. Wow. He nodded. You're safe. I'm bringing you up. Just hang tight. She laughed. Very funny. He shrugged. Humor is important. But seriously, I'll have you up here and safely away from the opening in no time at all. She nodded. No problem, sir. It's a nice view so far. You ain't seen nothing yet, girl. He raised her high above his head and then closed the trap door beneath her and moved the lift platform back in place. She giggled looking down at him. Good thing you're not a dirty old pervert. You could see right up my dress, sir. He smiled and winked. Who said I'm not? I think someone lied to you. He pulled his pants hem open and forward a bit in front and then looked down into his pants before letting go of the waistband. Yep. I'm still a man. So if you're wondering whether I'll exploit your vulnerable elevated position for a peek up your dress I think you can put your mind at ease. Any man would sneak a peek.
but most wouldn't be honest enough to tell you. As for me, well I'm gonna have a little look Bethany. She giggled and spread her legs apart a little. Like what you see mister? Is that some sort of trick questioned Bethany? She giggled. I don't always give guys an upskirt panty shot. You should feel special. Not nice to tease dirty old men. You never know what that could lead to Bethany. He warned. Oh, what's wrong, mister? You don't like the view? He nodded. I love the view. But I'd better get something under you so you can get back down. But thank you for showing off like that. I don't see enough girls who know how to flirt and play. She held her legs apart and giggled. I bet. Did Barbie and Angela and Jessica already tease you, sir? He smiled and got a small ladder then opened it and pulled her to the rungs. Only for a little while. You can close your legs, dear. I'm gonna lower you down and make sure you get your feet safely on the ladder. She nodded and brought her legs together. Then he lowered her down a little with the remote and held her legs to his chest. He rested her shoes on the ladder rung and smiled. He was facing her front and the cable made her lean far back over his side. I'm gonna release your wrists, Bethany. As he did this she let go of the bar. But instead of Wilson pushing her straight so she could turn and grab the ladder he let her fall forward so she was over his shoulder. She gasped and laughed. Well that's one way to get let down. Do you always pick up women like this? He chuckled. Only a few. But since you're here. I may as well carry you to the living room and set you down on the sofa. She giggled. I feel like a cave woman over a caveman's shoulders. What a wild thought eh? Beats being dragged by the hair like in the cartoons. He laughed. Well, we can play caveman and woman, but I think the end result gets a little hot and steamy for two people who've just met. She laughed. You'd like that, I bet. Carry me off to your cave and have your way with me. Typical guy. You're all alike. He laughed and started to head for the living room. Who wouldn't like a sexy little redhead over their shoulder and off to play with? Especially a flirty girl like you who shows off her panties so nicely. Oh, guys are easy. Flash some panties and they're ready to go. You're wrong on that one. I am not. He nodded and stopped before entering the next room. Yeah, you are. She raised an eyebrow as she glanced at him even though he couldn't see it. Really? How am I wrong? I was ready to go long before I saw your hot little ass and panties, Bethany. Horn dog. Tease. She giggled. This trip is taking a long time. Are you okay down there? Yeah, but I think I'm gonna get a second look at you before I set you down, Bethany. Go for it, old man. Have a peek. She wondered if she was laying it on too thick? He didn't seem uncomfortable at all. Maybe the other girls had desensitized him a bit with their flirting. She decided to turn up the heat a bit. She figured she'd make the suggestion seem like sarcasm and see if it worked on him. Hell, while you're peeking up my dress, why don't you just check out my ass while you're at it, you old pervert? He laughed. She was following the tea's instructions she thought that Jessica had left her to a tea. He pulled up her dress and flipped it over her exposed ass and thong panties. She hoped he was blushing and nervous but instead he replied and to her shock he pulled her panties down her thighs with his hand exposing her ass and vagina. Why don't mind if I do? She was absolutely stunned that he'd actually done it. He ran his free hand up her thighs to grab and squeeze her butt cheeks. Oh my god! You dirty old bastard! I was kidding. He patted her butt and chuckled. I know. But I wasn't. What a nice firm ass you have, Bethany. You must get a lot of compliments. You are one of the most beautiful and sexy women that I have ever seen in my life, dear. I mean all joking aside, these curves are like supermodel quality.
You are so hot, girl. It's amazing just how gorgeous you are. She blushed and gasped, unsure of how to respond to the incredible series of compliments. He had a way of disarming her, and she flushed a bit red as she smiled nervously in her confusion. Um, th thank you very much, sir. I bet men everywhere want you dear. You're seriously like a sculpted Roman goddess among other mortal women. So hot and sexy. I'm sorry, but I can't seem to keep from thinking about just how incredibly sexy and stunningly beautiful you truly are, Bethany. She smiled and was overawed by his compliments. She felt him slide his index finger along her labia parting her petals a bit as he held her draped over his shoulder and gasping in confusion and pleasure. Thank you very much. That's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me, old man. It's Wilson Smith. And Bethany, you are just radiating sexual energy, darling. I see that your pussy is a little wet. Are you turned on, dear? She gasped. Um, I am, um, well, maybe, but I don't think you should be. He shushed her softly. S-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H, just relax a second, girl. I love your modesty and your flirty nature. I can see that your pussy is wet, though. Does it turn you on having a man carrying you over his shoulder and checking out your smoking hot super sexy body? Um, well, it um. He slid his index and middle fingers suddenly into her pussy and began slowly stroking them in and out of her before she could finish her reply. She moaned softly. Oh, MMHHH, that feels so good. He smiled. You like getting your hot, juicy, little, tight pussy finger, don't you, Bethany? You are such a hottie, my dear. Simply amazing, and your pussy is so tight and sweet. She gasped as the old man finger banged her with increasing speed. Oh, God. Why you are really shouldn't do that, Mr. S. Smith. But he sped up and she groaned and shook a bit. Oh yes, I really should. You're too hot and gorgeous not to give attention to. It would be like having a wonderful and magnificent grand touring car and never driving it. Or a beautiful necklace and never wearing it. You know what I mean, Bethany? Ooh, a mess, sorta. I see can't th think straight w with you d doing this to Emmy. He picked up the speed even more and started walking toward his sofa. You're like a sculpted magnificent sexual goddess that rivals most other women Bethany. Your ass, your tits, your legs, your beautiful face and mouth, and your tight little wet hot pussy are naturally made for one thing above many other women. You were made to be man-fucked Bethany. Think about it. I'd be stupid to have a woman like you here with me and not to give her a hard ride. Your whole being is geared toward making love Bethany. You are the picture of feminine sexuality. So you see... I can't be disrespectful to you and not fuck you. It would be an insult to you, young lady. She gasped and was overcome with emotions. His compliments had her feeling grateful and a bit off her guard. His logic even made sense to a certain point, and she loved the fingering she was getting. There was something very primal about having a man carrying her over his shoulders and fingering her pussy with obvious sexual intention. But Wilson Smith was too old for her. She tried to reason in her head. She wasn't attracted to him in a sexual way. She couldn't allow it, could she? It did feel good. He was probably very experienced by his age. But how good could the sex be with an old man like him? She felt so confused. We need to stop this right now, sir. She demanded as he approached the sofa. Put me down, Mr. Smith. No more finger-banging me. I mean it. It had taken everything she had to make the strong protested demand as his fingers worked her hot wet pussy. He stopped at the edge of the sofa and smiled. Of course, Bethany. I'll put you down now. No more fingering you girl. She was surprised when he stopped. Perhaps even a bit disappointed. But also self-pleased. 
she had expected more resistance to her demand than that. He leaned forward and she slid back off of his shoulder and across his chest into his arms as her feet touched the floor. He held her like that facing him, and she flushed red a bit in confused embarrassment though she wasn't sure why she felt like that. Thank you? It's nothing against you, sir, but I just can't see myself fucking a charming old pervert like you. She winked trying to add levity. He smiled and suddenly kissed her holding her close to his body as he slid his tongue into her surprised mouth. As he kissed her he squeezed her butt cheeks and lifted her up a little setting her on the edge of the large sofa arm and leaning her back a little. She gasped but kissed him back and as she did he unzipped his pants with one hand while keeping her pressed close with his other. He broke the kiss and she gasped. Wow. I didn't expect that you dirty old goat. He smiled and suddenly pushed her back a little causing her to fall back over the large plush armrest and onto the couch cushion. But her ass and lower back rested on the arm and her legs were straight up in the air. He took a step toward the startled and wide-eyed woman and gripped her hips as he guided his cock to her pussy lips and in a single strong thrust he was inside of her vagina. Bethany gasped in complete shock as Wilson Smith began to fuck her with his swelling heart erection. She couldn't believe he was fucking her. Hey? What the hell? I am not gonna fuck you old man. Do you hear me? Oh you're right Bethany. You're not going to be the one doing the fucking girl. That's my job as a man. I'll be fucking you. You'll be getting fucked. Now relax and enjoy this. Your body was made for this darling. I mean it Wilson. Stop it right now. Don't you dare. He laughed and sped up and she squirmed and struggled and tried to kick her legs which he had flushed to his chest as he rammed his heart on into her pussy. She groaned and growled and squirmed and snarled at him in resistance. H. Hey. As stop it. You dirty old bastard. You like this Bethany. I know you do. So you can drop the act. I'm not letting you go and you are going to get fucked hard. It's your fate sweet thing. Now shut up and ride my cock little girl. Keeping her thighs pulled to his chest with his left arm, he reached forward with his right hand and grabbed and pulled down her dress top. Her breasts were pert and firm and her nipples were very hard. She was trembling and shaking wet as his thick hard dick made her shudder and gasp. Oh God! Oh fuck! She cried dot he pulled her panties the rest of the way off of her trapped legs as they rested side by side. Then he spread them a bit and leaned forward between her parted and backbent legs. He grabbed her breasts in either hand and leaned down to suck and lick and mouth her areolas and firm pink nipples. She gasped. This was amazing. He felt so good. He was skilled as she had suspected during the finger fucking. But now his cock had her turned on and heating fast. She looked at him with half-lidded and dreamy, bedroom eyes, as he fucked her faster still and she cried and panted a bit moaning softly. Oh yes! Jesus Christ that feels so good! She gasped out he nodded and kissed her again crawling up further and pressing his dick deeper inside of her parted pussy. She groaned mid-kiss with her eyes opened wider once again. Now he grabbed her wrists and moved them high above her head. She was tossing her face from side to side groaning and crying out as she got fucked and didn't pay much attention to her hands. He held her wrists in one of his hands and with the other he stretched up to reach between the far seat cushion and armrest and produced a set of manacles on one of his retraction cables. Bethany barely noticed that he'd shackled her wrists together until he pressed the spring to retract the excess cable. This locked in place after pulling her arms high above her head. With her wrists held in place he grabbed the backs of her knees and pushed her legs forward until she was bent like a pretzel and had either knee to each side of her torso. Bent in a U, and stretched with her hands helplessly restrained he fucked her harder and easily. Wilson pressed a small vibrator to her clit and turned it on. 
she jumped and gasped wildly. Her climax was growing and she was lost in pleasure as the fucking continued. He now used the remote control to turn on the video from the party. Bethany turned her head as she heard the sounds of sex and women getting fucked. One of the voices was her own. She shook her head no as she saw the masked men from the pool party panty raid doing wild sexual acts to her and the other women. There was camera footage in the house, outside in the backyard, and also from above in the tree house. She was stunned and amazed by the video. As Wilson rode her pussy, she moaned and panted, but her head was turned and eyes locked on the video in utter fascination. He sped up and she climaxed suddenly. As she cried out, her legs kicked and spasmed involuntarily while he continued to power his dick into her contracting vagina. Look at those men on screen. You can see what I mean. They're fucking the holy living shit out of all you ladies. And you girls are getting your pussies and mouths and assholes fucked and pounded hard. Total male domination over all of you. Nothing to be ashamed of. It's natural for men to fuck women and women to get fucked. Don't you think? She gasped and moaned a moment, and then he slowed down, and she calmed as she tried to catch her breath. He smiled. I have a present for you, Bethany. Something I made by hand just for you and no one else. May I share it with you, dear? He had stopped fucking her, but his erect cock was buried deep inside of her pussy. She looked away from the video and met his stare. Then she nodded. You have something for me? Handmade. One of a kind for you, baby doll. I took into consideration your taste when I made it for you. I can give it to you if you like, but only if you truly want it. She smiled and was suddenly intrigued. You didn't have to do that, you old coot. He laughed. I wanted to. I think it's fitting and since you are a guest in my treehouse I want to share it with you now. I'd have given it to you no matter what, but especially after I just subdued and fucked you, I think it's the least I could do, and it's very appropriate to you and your life, Bethany. I can show it to you if you want your gift, but only if you want to have it. Now she was fascinated and trying to figure out what it could possibly be. Yes, please. I'd love to have it. He smiled and reached sideways under the table and produced a wooden box. He held it before her, and she nodded and smiled as she looked at it. A wooden box? It's very nice, sir. You're a good woodworker. That's for sure. He laughed. Not the box, dear. What's inside? Shall I open it and share the surprise with you, Bethany, my dear? She nodded and smiled. Well, I'm a bit tied up at the moment, or I'd do it myself. Maybe you could help me out here. He nodded and opened the box lid. Then reached inside and pulled out a beautiful turquoise blue dyed leather collar with aqua and turquoise blue Swarovski's crystals sewn into the upper and lower border edges of the collar. There were d. rings sewn into pockets at different points and on one side were silver carved and embossed letters bordered in black. They said, Bethany Marie Hastings. And on the other side were bold black letters that said, Property of Wilson Smith. I know how much you love aqua and turquoise blue Bethany. Do you like it? She gasped and then shuddered. This was a slave collar for a sex slave. The one thing she had never had happened to her. No man had yet made her fully submit and willingly take part in being a sex slave and she wanted to keep it that way. But obviously Wilson had other plans and she was floored not only by how much he knew about her tastes, but also that he knew her middle and last name. She wondered just how long he had been spying on her and the other ladies. He reached forward to put it on her and she shook her head and cried out. No. Don't. He grinned and shook his head. You'll need to accept this with more grace and dignity, Beth. After all, your friends are all doing it. May as well join them. 
Besides, you don't want this video to fall into the emails of the wrong folks, do you, dear? She gasped. You double you wouldn't do that? He nodded and pointed a thumb at himself. Dirty old bastard pervert, remember? Of course I would. But I hope that I never have to. I think it's better if this is our little secret darling, don't you agree? Please, Mr. Smith? Don't put that collar on me, sir. I will obey you and be your willing sex toy if you just forget the whole sex slave thing, okay? Anything you like, I'll try it, sir. I promise. So you're saying I can discuss what I want with you and you'll do almost anything I want? She hesitated. Well, almost anything, sir. I'll be a good sex toy for you. We could have fun for the next six months if you'll just destroy the video and not put that collar on me, Mr. Smith. What do you say, sir? He laughed and to her horror he pressed the collar to her neck and in spite of her thrashing he secured the buckle and then clicked a small padlock on it. I don't negotiate with slaves, Bethany. Why would I negotiate with a girl and destroy some of my leverage, when it's much sweeter making you my obedient sex slave and teaching you either through reward or punishment to be a proper sex slave and serve her master well for life? That's just crazy. I'm not an old man needing a part-time sex toy as you put it. I'm your master. You're my slave. It's just that fucking easy all things being said Bethany. She cried and shook her head no. I refuse to role play with you Mr. Smith. I won't do a goddamn thing that you say. I'm too stubborn to be a good slave you twisted old bastard. So fuck that crap and fuck you too if you think I'll be why. Smack. He slapped her face hard and she cried out in astonishment. Aye. What the fuck dude? What was that for? He slapped her face again and looked at her sternly. You wanna play hardball Bethany? No problem. It's time you learn your first lessons in obedience girl. So now that you push me you get punished bitch. He pulled out of her pussy and straddled her legs as she struggled to resist him. He turned and faced the arm of the couch near her legs and reached between the cushion and the armrest to produce some leather shackles for her feet. She tried to kick and squirm but he got them onto her ankles and then hit the button for the cable to retract. She squirmed and struggled but she was now stretched between each end of his sofa and he nodded as he sat behind her torso and the couch back. Then he lifted her waist and slid his legs under her body until his lower legs were resting off of the sofa and on the floor. Her body was directly over his thighs and knees. He pulled up her dress hem and rubbed her butt cheeks as she shrieked in panic. No! Please, sis? Don't spank me! I'll behave, sir. I promise! I'll be a good girl! Please don't do this! Too late for that girl! You've pissed off your master by not addressing him properly. Since you know how to cuss, but not how to call me master each time that you speak. I think you and your tight little ass cheeks need a reminder of what punishment can be like. I don't, sir. I mean master. I really will obey if you don't, i.e. She cried as he swatted her butt hard with an open hand. It stung and she cried and gasped. P-please, am master? Don't. But the spanking started and he gave her about thirty or thirty-five good swats on her reddened ass before relenting. She sobbed and cried begging him to stop. Please, M. Master. I'll be be a Gigi good G girl. I P promise, M. Master. She sobbed hard. Did I hear you correctly, slave? Yes, sir, Master. She cried. I see, so now you agree that I'm your master? She nodded fervently. Why, yes, Master. You are my master, sir. I think you're just saying that to avoid more punishment, slave. I'm not convinced that you will obey once I free you, girl. I'd better just keep reddening your ass a while unless you can somehow convince me that you are going to submit to me from now on. How see can I convince why you am master? She sobbed sadly. He shrugged. 
You'll have to be damn creative, I think. Good question, slave. Maybe a sworn oath followed by absolute subservience. Or maybe I'll do it the long way until you are so completely dominated that you will never again resist anyone. But I don't want to break your spirit, girl. I just don't know what you will do. I'll do anything, master. I swear on my grandmother's grave. Swear to God. I promise. Anything you ask, I will obey it. I'll make a degrading video of myself that will get me canned from work by anyone who watches it, and you can keep it and blackmail me with it if I ever fail you or make you mad, master. He raised an eyebrow. Incriminating video and a sworn set of oaths. Very nice. That is creative, Bethany. Okay, the spanking ends for now. But if I even suspect a hint of rebelliousness or disobedience, or if you pause or hesitate when asked to obey or asked a question, I'll take that as defiance and a need for a good spanking with a special wooden paddle girl. And that one will last a full hour. Do you understand me now, Bethany? Yes, master. She trembled and he nodded. I believe you, Beth. He unhooked her ankles and turned her over and then lifted her torso until she was on her knees with her chest resting forward on the cushion and her hands stretched at the end of the wrist bindings and cable. He mounted her pussy from behind her and began to fuck her hard and fast as the video continued. Bethany gasped and was soon panting and moaning as once again he brought her to orgasm. After another few position shifts, he stopped and took her to her room. He clipped the silver tag on her collar that said, Girl number four. On it. Her room was done in blues, teal, turquoise, and purple. She was floored. Her tastes and aesthetics were frighteningly revealed as she studied the decor. But her released her wrists and spoke to her as he pointed to the closet. You'll put on the turquoise French, made outfit, in the far closet. Wear your own panties and heels, garter, etc. You have three minutes to change. Meet me in the hallway. Each second you are late is a paddling on your ass cheeks, slave. Now get a move on, girl. Why, yes, master. She nodded and headed for the closet as he stepped outside to watch her through the small door window. When she emerged, she looked stunning. He smiled and had her turn around and put her hands together in front of her. Then he cuffed her wrists together and shoved a turquoise ball gag into her pretty mouth. Having secured it, he smiled and made her walk to where the others were getting fucked out as she walked and she was surprised to see seven men in the room with Barbie, Angela, and Jessica. Wilson smiled and nodded. I was wondering when everyone would get here. Nice to see you three could join us. Everyone's here. Good. First some introductions. Ladies the men are Tom, Ben, Larry, Dean, Scott, Harry, and Jeff. Gentlemen, my slaves are Barbie in the purple maid outfit. Then there's Angela in the red outfit. Jessica is in the black and white, and of course our last slave for now is Bethany. Barbie and Angela and Jessica have all been slaves in the past and still are in a few cases. But Beth's a real ball-buster tough girl. She loves sex, but put up quite a fuss about being made slave. She promises to be good, but only because of the spanking she got, so she may need special attention to make sure she knows her place, boys. He smiled. There's enough pussy, ass, and mouth here for everyone. Have fun, boys. And girls? You better make this weekend a really great one or there will be hell to pay. Don't worry about remembering the men's names, ladies. To each of you they have only one name this weekend. Master. To the women's surprise as if on cue the men pulled their ball gags out and down their chins all at once and Wilson smiled. Do my slaves understand my instructions? In synchronicity the women cried out the same response. Yes, master. And with that each of them felt hands and mouths and fingers and cocks as men converged on them to enjoy the carnal side of their nature. 
It would be a wild weekend and Barbie gasped as she felt Wilson slide his cock up her asshole suddenly. She looked at her friends as their pussies and faces took in the men and she knew that her curiosity about a treehouse and the dirty old man had done it her and her friends. They were all slaves now. The weekend was young and the sex would be wild indeed. Continue in the next part.